Agotaner Shabbos, we're about to begin with Hashem, Shir number 93 in the Svarim of Zelik Pliskin, when the Sefer on Self Confidence, and talk about it from his Sefer and from other Svarim and other places as well. And today, again, is a very important concept, and that is that you don't need to feel self confident in order to speak and act self confidently. In other words, you need to, in the beginning, learn how to fake it and how to show your external way of doing it, even if inside you're nervous and you still feel insecure. And your feelings do determine whether you're experiencing the happiness or sadness, or whether you're experiencing joy or misery. And ultimately, your thoughts and words and actions create those feelings. But the truth is, but that ultimately happens after a while. But It could be that at this moment in your life, you may feel not out of sorts, or you may feel insecure, or you may feel some negative feelings, even though you're trying to fight it. But ultimately, what one needs to realize that even in the moments where your feelings are very, very difficult feelings, you still have the free will to choose your thoughts and words and actions, no matter how crummy you're feeling, no matter how bad you're feeling. So no matter how you actually feel, when you choose, take the courage to choose to speak and act the way you would as if you were feeling that healthy feeling, ultimately you'll get there. So in the situation with self-confidence, it applies as well. We talked about it in marriage, for example, where sometimes you don't have that warm feeling at every given moment. But when you act kind and speak kind and think kindly, even if your feelings are not kind right now, you are being truthful, you're sticking to the MS, and you're doing something very healthy that ultimately will affect your emotions to feel that love and appreciation. Same thing with self-confidence. Now, again, I come from a place, and many of us do, where feelings are sacred. Feelings are indeed very important. and But for many, including myself for many years, because the emotions are so strong, we feel that feelings is the end-all, be-all of human existence. And the truth be told is, is that while feelings are very important, and they are very important, they're not the main thing. And this is something that is, for many people, hard to accept. They have a hard time accepting this, especially people that are emotional emotional people and feel very strongly. But, but this is an important lesson in life to learn. What you say and do with your life makes the greatest difference in who you are and what you accomplish. When you learn to think and speak and act on a high level, in the level you meant to be, over time you will feel accordingly. But in the meantime, even if your feelings are unhealthy or turbulent, you nevertheless speak and act self-confidently, even if inside you feel insecure and you're not self-confident, ultimately it'll come through after a while. And right now you can choose to do this. Right now you can choose to speak and act in a way that you want. And you will feel the benefits of that self-confident attitude, even if you don't feel that way inside yet. 
So you could be in a down mood. You could be in a negative mood. But nevertheless, you know you don't, don't have to be limited by that down mood or that negative mood. I could use my mind and my heart and my emotions to, and my healthy emotions to direct my mind to act and speak in self-confident ways. And the feelings will come automatically later, after a while. Never give up. It's possible to feel insecure and still act and speak with self-confidence. Rosel Kliskin says himself, in his experience, when people consistently speak and act with self-confident patterns, generally they usually internalize that awareness that they feel that they, they are more confident than they feel at right now. This realization gives us permission to act sometimes in a positive way of self-confidence, even if internally we don't feel that self-confidence yet. So this idea of confidence being comfortable in your own skin is not always true at the outset. In the beginning, you may not be comfortable in your own skin yet, but eventually you will be. Comfortable in your own skin, by the way, he explains this, does not mean you're boasting, does not mean you're bragging, does not mean you're arrogant, and does not mean that you're conceited. It just means that you have a general well feeling, a general feeling of well-being about yourself. And that is what being comfortable in your own skin is. It's not a competition and and other people's opinions will not change your level of self-confidence. And when someone gives you feedback that's critical, you won't look at it as a personal attack. So it's very important that although actual feeling self-confident is valuable, it's still more important right now, even if you do not feel self-confident and you feel insecure, to choose to speak and act the way you would as if you felt self-confidence. And with time and with practice and with wisdom and with tefillah, a person who continues to work on it, to act wisely, and speak wisely, they will end up feeling that accordingly. It may take weeks, it may take months, it may take even a year, but you will get there. He explains a fascinating anecdote as follows. He says that uh, he was an outreach yeshiva for people who are new to Torah Judaism, and they were looking for potential teachers, and they sent a con- candidate to Rabbi Pliskin. Now this candidate had a burning desire to teach at outreach yeshiva. He had a tremendous desire for it. But his external mannerism made him seem unsure of himself. His tone and his posture expressed a high level of insecurity. But when he spoke to him, he saw that his inner attitude was fully confident. Here you had the reverse problem, where inside he felt confident, but outside he felt his mannerism seemed to just he didn't know how to behave in a confident way. So Rabbi Pliskin said, from him, he says, I hear what you're saying and that you're very confident of your abilities. And he said, I am. I know without a doubt that I can be a great teacher. I love what I want to teach, and I sincerely care for my potential students. Now Rabbi Pliskin looked at him and felt that although he felt confident, he didn't look confident. He didn't sound confident because he had a certain tone and a voice. So Rabbi Pliskin told him, he gave him chizik, and he said, it'll be much easier than 
you know, you know, people send you to send me to you, but it's it's easier. You have a great attitude, Baruch Hashem. You have a burning desire to be a great teacher, but right now you don't look or sound confident. So I will show you the posture to use, how you imitate this tone of voice to speak, and to act in the way that I will show you. And he taught him those skills. This is not superficial. It's very, very important. And he learned those external patterns to match his inner confidence and passion for his teaching. And, and then everyone asked after Rizal Pliskin taught him this, they came over to him. He says, this person's like a different person altogether. And Rizal Pliskin explained to them that inwardly he was exactly the same. His just his outer appearance gave him the correct message. So here you have two opposite scenarios. The scenario of this story is when internally the person had a great deal of self-confidence, but externally in their mannerisms, they didn't know how to behave and act. The posture and the way they talk sounded insecure. And then you have the reverse. And I think many of us have the reverse where we do feel insecure inside and we do feel lack of self-confidence inside. And there the idea is you practice speaking and acting like a self-confident person and you become healthier. And uh, Berlina, I'm going to try to post also, uh, Dennis Prager, he has a, uh, um, a lecture on happiness that explains this concept pertaining to happiness, just like we're explaining it now in the concept of self-esteem. And the notion of it is as follows. It's that, that happiness is a moral choice. And ultimately, you choose to be happy. It sounds very counterintuitive. What do you mean? If I feel miserable, how can I be happy? But nevertheless, if you think that I ought to be happy, and you behave in a happy manner, you start smiling, you start acting kindly, even if inside you're feeling not like that at all, it is real, it is authentic, and it is a moral obligation, and ultimately your feelings over a while will indeed change for the better. Now, very often, it's important also to practice, like we said, very often that acceptance to remove that self-doubt from you, to see when you have these insecure thoughts, to look at these thoughts objectively and say, you know, those are thoughts, those are feelings, but they're not the real me. I am confident. I have abilities and I am good. And that is a very important concept, that when you have these thoughts and emotions and, and feelings in your brain, you'll learn how to overcome it by challenging them, by recognizing, you know, these feelings are, 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 are not really uh, true, and you challenge them. Now, sometimes it's important to uncover your, 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 your irrational beliefs that you have inside. When you change your thoughts, you change your world. And when people do not feel good about themselves, they interpret everything that happens to them in a negative way. They blame themselves when things go wrong. They have trouble finding... Um, you know, they have little evidence of how they screw things up, but they still feel that they screw things up. They're very self-critical. And there's ways to learn how to find what your core, what you're really upset about, what your irrational thought is. So, David Burns, we're going to talk about this a different time, just touching upon the subject now. So, for example, you say, I hope they like me. And then you question yourself. 
Why is it important that they like me? What does that mean to me? And you respond to yourself, it would be terrible if they don't like me. And then you challenge yourself, if that's true, what's causing me to be upset? What would that mean to me if they would not like me? And you think about it, and then you say, you know, I need them to approve of me since they are better than me. And then you challenge yourself, and you say, wait a minute, if that were true, what's causing you to be upset? And then you respond, and you realize, that would mean I'm inferior to others. What would that mean? So you're inferior to others. What would that mean? Until you come to the core of it, that would mean I'm a failure. So all of this is underlying it is the belief that you are a failure. And this concept of learning what your real deep emotional core negative thought is helps you tackle it. And that's a very, very important thing. That's called core irrational beliefs that you have in you that taints your perceptions in your daily interactions with people and with yourself. And it makes you have false assumptions about the values of what truly is who you really are. So again, to review what we said in this year, extremely, extremely important. Both opposite sides. You have one side, like, like the story of Rizal Kliskin, where someone had inner confidence, but externally did not express it, did not have that mannerism, and they need to be taught that. And sometimes they need that external way of posture and talking to reflect the inner confidence that they actually have. A lot of introverts are like this, by the way, where they're very introverted. They have con- Some of them are shy and they don't have confidence. But a lot of introverts do have confidence, but they don't know how to reflect it externally, and they need help with that. That's one side. The other side, which is much more common, is when we feel insecure inside, but nevertheless we need to express it outwardly and, and in a confident way, even if we don't feel it that way. You don't need to feel self-confident to speak and act self-confidently. Ultimately, that feeling will come. And that is a very important skill to learn, to do, to develop, no matter how you're feeling inside. And as you practice this, the more confident tone, not arrogant tone, but the more confident tone, the self-esteem, thoughts get better and better, get clearer and clearer, the expressions get clearer and clearer, till ultimately you become internally feeling more aligned and better about yourself. Have a wonderful Shabbos.